0: Good morning and welcome as we continue with our daily Bible reading for today. It's Tuesday, the 16th of November, and we're in Exodus chapter 6 for today. Remember how Exodus chapter 5 ended? Um, Well, actually, this is where it's at. Moses has just left the presence of Pharaoh. He's told Pharaoh, let my people go. And Pharaoh has just lowered the boom on on God's people. He said, I'm not going to give you straw. You're going to have to produce just as much. Um, It couldn't get worse. Then Moses is just outside the door there from meeting with Pharaoh. And the people come to Moses and say, Moses, why did you do this to us? And then it says in verse 22, chapter 5, so then Moses turns to the Lord and says, Lord, why have you done this to us? And, and he even questions whether God's going to do what he promised he would do when he said he would deliver his people from Israel. So think of this. Think of this in the, in the times when, when we're really struggling in our faith, when, when life is hitting us hard and, and when we've got physical, emotional, spiritual challenges in front of us, you know, we wonder the same thing too. God, where's your deliverance? And look at chapter, look at chapter six. It starts out with a wonderful gospel, but, but, The Lord said to Moses. And then we get another one of those nows. Remember these nows in in the Bible? Uh, The Genesis or Exodus started out with a couple of nows. Uh, in chapter 1, it says, now, in verse 8, it says, now there arose a new king. That's what was going on in the world. Uh, there's a but in response to that in chapter 1, verse 12. Uh, but the more they were oppressed, um, God continued to bless them and make them multiply. There's another but in chapter, in verse 17 of chapter 1. But the midwives feared God and they wouldn't kill the male babies. You know, you just see God's hand in all of this. And then chapter 2, then we hear about the birth of Moses. starts out with a with a now. Now, man and uh, from the house of Israel chapter 3 starts out with another now uh, now Moses was keeping his flocks God's gonna call Moses to do the work and the, the point being is is that God is always a God of the now um, he's in the midst of us he's with us he sees us he remembers his promises and now here it's going to be carried out so we can always be sure uh, even in the times when we're in the in the butts or in the uh, the other challenges we go through there's going to be coming a now uh, where God's going to hear their prayer and God's going to answer them. Ultimately that's gonna happen when now we're gonna stand before the before the throne of God um, after our death, and we're gonna plead Jesus Christ, and now God is gonna say, Now come and receive the blessing that's been made for you since the beginning of the world. So beautiful, beautiful now's there. And then in the next 13 verses of chapter six come some of the most powerful messages from God, just filled with words. You're gonna to have to read through this like two or three times and make sure you get the impact of each one of those statements of God. So let me try to help you with that just a little bit. So, but the Lord said to Moses is, uh, is the way it starts out. Whenever you see that, but um, it's going to be something good. God's going to come to remind us of what he had promised and what he's done for us in the past to give us hope and to say, you know, it looks like the devil's winning, but, but, Um, and then he says, now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh. And then he says, "From for with a strong hand, he. Now, I know oftentimes God refers to himself as he, but grammatically, I think the he has to be Pharaoh. Pharaoh's the one that's going to send them out. Pharaoh is the one who's going to drive them out. Now, isn't it something at this point, Pharaoh's saying, no way I'm going to let you out. But you know what? God is going to show Pharaoh so much that he is more powerful than him. Um, he's going to make it so Pharaoh literally does drive them out of the country. And keep that in mind when you get later on in the next couple of chapters when and that actually does happen after all of the plagues. It isn't just um, that uh, the children of Israel sneak out without Pharaoh knowing about it, or that Pharaoh just says, oh, you guys just go, you know. No, he literally wants to get rid of them. He's seen the power of God. He will not bend the knee to the power of God, uh, but he will, because he will literally drive the people out of there, which shows just how powerful God's deliverance is. Then verse 2, so God spoke to Moses and said to him, remember the last thing God said to Moses said to God was, God... You said you were going to deliver us, and God's going to remind him again. You see, in our failings and in our weaknesses, we forget about God. And God is always reminding us about what he's promised. He keeps reminding us. He tells us to remember the Sabbath day so we can hear again, be reminded again of his promises, of his grace, uh, and all of that. And notice how he starts out. He starts out with, I am the Lord. Now, that in and of itself ought to give us hope and peace. Remember, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I am the bread of life. I am the way and the truth and life. He's that ever-present God. He's never old. He's never, you know, I can't do this anymore. I used to be able to do it kind of thing. He is always present with us. And the I am part ought to just give us that great hope. But then he embellishes it on what that word Lord means. It's the God who's known us from the very beginning, who committed himself to us, uh, who remembers us, and is going to act on our behalf. He says in verse 3, remember. I I appeared to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, Um, always uh, uh, um, always look at God's resume, look at what God has done for you in the past and remember that. Um, and he says, but by my name, the Lord, I did not make myself known to them. Now, we talked about the name the Lord. If you go back to chapter three, where God appears to Moses and says, I am who I am. This is that ever present God. And he reminds him, verse four, I have established my covenant. And when God establishes his covenant, unlike me, when I make promises or I make commitments, I don't always keep them. In fact, most of them I don't, or I can't. Uh, when God makes a covenant promise, he always, always, always keeps them. And then notice the wonderful Verbs in verse 5. I have heard, I have remembered. Verse 6. I will bring you out, I will deliver you, I will redeem you. Um, with my outstretched arm and I will do it with great acts of judgment. It isn't just God saying, oh, yeah, 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 I remember you. I remember, you you know, hang in there. Um, things are good. No, these powerful action verbs, uh, which are um, always passive. In other words, God is doing the action and I'm receiving the blessing of that action. It's always, I will bring you out. I will deliver you. Um, and then verse seven, I will take you to be, now here's the, notice the wonderful pronouns and you will be my people, and I will be your God. It's like in the Lord's Prayer, we get to call him our Father. God's always using those wonderful pronouns to show us his commitment, um, his his relationship with us, and his promise to be with us. And then after that, you know, he says, I'm going to bring you out of the land, verse 8, and he ends it again. He bookends that again with the same thing he started with in verse 2, reminding them again, oh, by the way, remember, I am the Lord. I am the Lord and uh but and so moses spoke this to the people of israel and of course they all said oh yeah great that i remember that he's the lord no um he runs in the same thing that you and i run into too um, and that is we don't always believe we don't always listen to god um it's hard for us to hang in there they were looking at the circumstances around them and they said this is not good this is not bad um but god doesn't abandon them just as he doesn't abandon us look at verse uh verse 10 so the lord said to moses moses now, you've got to do it right away. Go back in. Go back in. Remember, Moses has just left Pharaoh's presence. And God says, turn around, Moses, and go back. Oftentimes, God tells us the same thing, too. We want to give up. We want to quit. And God says, you know what? Go back in. He says, go back in. Tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, Egypt to let the people of Israel go. And Moses thinks about himself and looks at his ability and his power. Check out verse 12. He says, he won't listen to me, Pharaoh won't listen to me, I am and and look at verse look at how verse 13 starts to that God says, but the Lord says, um, I spoke to you Aaron and Moses, Moses and Aaron. And uh, I gave you charge uh, to go in and to speak to Pharaoh. So God reminding us again of what he's called us to do. His presence to be with us. And then the next in the, in the chapter, we're reminding again of who Moses and Aaron were, about how God brought them through this family um, and brought them in, their credibility that they have uh, before God's people and God's calling upon their lives. Um, and so that's to, uh, uh, to give them hope and remind them again uh, who Moses and Aaron are and what god brought them through and then the chapter ends you jump over to verse 28 Um, on that day when the lord spoke to moses uh, in the land of egypt god reminds them again i am the lord and i'm going to do this but the chapter ends with verse 30 moses still struggling Uh, You hear jesus saying to his disciples so you have little faith Um, we still wrestle with that in putting our trust in god and, and he just keeps, God keeps uh, at us, and he keeps reminding us, and he keeps reminding us he's going to be faithful. Uh, and Moses ends with me in the chapter there, because when he thinks about himself, there's no way I can do this by myself. Uh, but God's going to answer again, and that's how chapter 7 is going to start. Um, so you see our challenge, our struggle in trying to trust God, but God's faithfulness in reminding us of what he's promised, and that he's always going to be faithful to his promises, so God bless you as you read. Like I said, that first part you got to read through that like three, four times, just to, to emphasize again and hear God calling to you and reminding him, reminding us of his promise and of his strength. God bless you as you read.